Welcome to Blaze and Guts. I'm Teresa Blaze, and today I've got my sidekick, my co-host, my all-around good friend, Michelle Saunders Guts. Michelle, how are you doing? Uh, besides having a little bit of a Super Bowl, uh, what do you call it? Didn't really drink or anything, but I guess the hype, all the craziness, everything around the Super Bowl, a little bit of fatigue. Um, and I and I will say that, I mean, everybody is walking on, uh, what do you want to say, uh, 100 feet up because the Chiefs won. And they did it in dramatic fashion. And, and it's sunny here and, you know, all those wonderful things. So it's what you would call a victory Monday. I will just open with this. They did it. It has been 6,000, over 6,000 days since the team did this. Did what, you ask? Went, got back-to-back Super Bowl wins. Um, you know, and, and it's funny, I was listening to the radio commentator for the Chiefs, and he made a point that really, really, and, I, and I'm like, well, there's some truth. He's like, you may not like them. You might, you might discount them. You, you know, this and that, you, you know, you may not like them. You might, you might actually hate the Chiefs, but you cannot discount you cannot discount them they are you know they're setting up something really interesting and i think i mean before we get into the actual nuts and bolts of the game looking at this game overall chiefs versus 49ers when i came on here before i could not i i wanted the chiefs to win but i it was really hard to pick a winner because both teams were excellent you know coming into the game i'm sitting there going there's a lot of what ifs for that for this to happen, you know. Because let's face it, Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey pretty much destroyed the Chiefs in the first half. I mean, Michelle, you saw the game. Yes, I did with other people. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, that first half, it was all all Niners. They were dominant on that line of scrimmage. They were just nails when it came to the offense. The Chiefs could not keep McCaffrey in check. Oh, I think there was a variety of things that were transpiring there. And they just couldn't stop the quarterback from throwing and passing down the field. and. They couldn't keep McCaffrey <laughs> from running and making points. And, you know, and depending on who you talk to, I mean, you could say the Chiefs really weren't playing very good. And people are like, well, they were playing really good, but they were playing better. So I don't know what to what to say there other than. I know that I, 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 I don't know. There was a whole combination of things that was going on, but they could not, you know, stop what was going on that the 49ers, you know. Well, the 49ers pretty much imposed their will. Okay. I mean, that was just a, a, a gut punch. If I ever saw one, they imposed their will and Brock Purdy showed what he can do. He showed why he is so dangerous. And I said it before, and I'll say it again, Brock Purdy and McCaffrey are dangerous together uh, because he can throw that ball and there was just pretty much no stopping him. And especially with that offensive line of the Niners, it was just, oh my word, wow. The, but the big difference maker in my mind, there were two things that happened. 
won. The Chiefs ran and score, uh, ran, started doing what they do, and they scored 13 unanswered points in the second half. Number two, I think the momentum switcher of that game was the blocked extra point. I think that that's where the momentum shifted because it was like, oh, okay, now they've come to play. And it was after that that San Fran could not get it together. I also think that Mahomes started playing more out of the pocket where they could score. Yeah, because they let him run. Like, yeah, I don't know run. what changed, but they weren't allowing that. For some reason, that wasn't happening. And I and I kept saying it. Let Mahomes run. He needs to start running. You know, he did. He did. He needed to. I probably would have been a higher score unless he would have gotten injured. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know the logic. I'm sure all of them had a, you know, a plan. But I mean, when Patrick was doing what he was doing and what he does, that's when. Things, too, started changing. Yeah, I tend to agree. And for whatever reason, to that point, they weren't letting him run. And then they finally opened it up and he started running and making things happen. And, and you know, and I'll, I'll tell you, I'm sitting there watching the game and it had shades of that Arizona Cardinals-Pittsburgh Steelers game way back in 09, I think it was. Or, or 2010, somewhere around there, you know, where it was just a nail biter all the way down. And I'm going, oh, dear Lord. <laughs> I was like sitting there watching going, oh, come on, don't do this to me. Come on. You know, and, that, you know, and now you're just sitting there going, OK, now they need they either need a three to send it into another overtime or a touchdown to win. Can and see. The other concern that I had up to this point was how many chiefs, how many times are the chiefs going to get into the red zone and not be able to punch it in? Because there were a couple of times where they got in the red zone and they can't, they came away with points, but it was only field goals. Yes. I think that was very frustrating too. I can, I mean, I saw Patrick Mahomes. He, he was frustrated for a lot of the game. I mean, frustrated. And I know I was frustrated as a fan. Uh, so was I, you know, and I, I'm not even a fan, but I wanted them to win because, well, for a lot of reasons, I really wanted them to win. Um, I'm not a 49ers fan. Uh, they're in my division and I really want, th- I no, please, no. <laughs> uh, you know, and so I was kind of rooting for this, but I was sitting there watching and I'm going, come on, you know, but then there, there, there was another play, I think also that really, 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 it was that muffed punt. Uh, you know, the guy fumbles the punt and the Chiefs recover it on the 17-yard line. That was a major turnover for the Chiefs and they needed it. I mean, this that that's where you know, oh, I mean, because Patrick Mahomes is definitely contributing the success that they had in winning the Super Bowl to God. And you know, you kind of go, I mean, I found myself praying oh you know please god you know <laughs> i mean and and help i was just like help patrick you know help pat help him to know help him to keep his cool help him not to you know to keep level headed help him to not throw interceptions right because in the first half they were not keeping their cool they were getting uh, no pen- they were penal- all getting riled up yeah they were getting penalties for unsportsmanlike but- and like stuff they were getting hit with a uh, horse collar tackles and all this other stuff and i'm going dude guys just calm yourself down yep that is exactly right because 
you know, you really didn't see that kind of behavior coming from the 49ers. No, you didn't. And that's why I was just really, really surprised. And I mean, you know, and, and I kept, you know, we, we, we went through halftime and I'm sitting there and I'm going, man, the coaches have got to dial in this team. They've got to dial it in. And I think they did, but it took some plays. It took some big mistakes on the 49ers part. I mean, a muff punt and then don't ever discount a point af- uh, uh the point after, because that I think the muff punt and then the, you know, the, um, and then the, blocked point after those two, I think gave the chiefs the momentum they needed to, to go and do what they did. Yeah. I found I had a lot more hope then. I mean, I was really going, Oh man, how are we all going to handle this? But we, we were all prepared, you know, we're starting to prepare for a, a loss. Right. Yeah. And so was I, cause I'm sitting there going, they're just not on form you know and i gotta hand it to there's that that guy and i can't remember his name offhand but he got that touchdown to win and you could just see the relief you know and i'm just thinking well okay so now they've won back-to-back super bowls that hasn't been done in quite a long time since the new england uh, patriots did it i know and there's a lot of haters now that don't like the Chiefs. But I don't understand why. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know all of why. But, you know, a lot of people are out there, you know, saying that there's a lot of different NFL teams and NFL just in players and supporters that, you know, they don't like. Well, I mean, and and that's fine if they don't like the team. That's fine. But you cannot sit there and tell me they don't have, you know, because a lot of people were rooting for Purdy. I mean, I was listening to some of the national commentators and they were rooting for, you know, and I can't blame them because, I mean, it was was a crazy story. The kid came in. He was the very last pick in the draft. He came in and under two years uh, obtained a starting position within the within the uh 49ers and then um he and then he leads the 49ers to a Super Bowl well it's quite an underdog story you know and I and I I don't think the Chiefs were the underdogs here and I and I think what Patrick Mullen was saying is you know we're not underdogs give us respect and I think they deserve it they've proven that they can play even when they are 10 points down they went into halftime at 10 points down you know and they went into halftime knowing they weren't playing at their best okay i mean you can't tell me they were playing at their best you can't tell me that they were playing on form they were not they were getting hammered they were getting a butt whooping and in that first half they deserved every bit of it because they were did not show up but Patrick, I think, and the team got themselves put back together and they played. And I don't think the 49ers could keep up. I think that was the main difference. That defense could not keep up with the Chiefs. Endurance. Yeah. Because uh you could see it. They were the the They the, were tired. The, yeah. Well, they played so hard and there was so much momentum and adrenaline and then physical and all of that. I mean 
And then to see the shift. That shift in momentum, the the, the the muff putt and the block extra point, to me, those were things you sit there and go, okay, that's, oh boy, oh boy. I know, it was it was a, a, a hard Super Bowl to watch, there is no doubt. It, it was, even because my, my heart, I mean, I'm sitting there going, oh my God, seriously, you're going to do this to me? You know, because it literally came down to that extra, um, or that, 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 Extra time. It literally came down to one play. I mean, because they got they got what they needed they, to get the first down. You know, they're in the red zone. I'm like, okay, if there's ever a time you guys need to figure out how to punch it into the red zone, it's now. You know, because to this point, they hadn't been able to do it much. It's hard to see a team of champions that go into that despondency. And then, you know, the frustration, so much emotion, mad at each other. You even saw the altercation that Travis Kelsey had with coach Andy Reid. I mean, it's, he was mad. I mean, mad and just really hit the coach, not physically, but I mean, with his temper and his emotions. And, you know, I'm still trying to understand exactly what happened and why he reacted that way. But I had heard that he wanted to go back out on the field and he couldn't go. And Pacheco was out there and I, I don't know, something transpired and then he wanted to go on the field. And then I don't think he was allowed to go on the field at that point. But I don't know if I'm telling this story right. But I, I but I know he was mad. He was mad, mad. And the other thing that I noticed, and especially in the first half and to a degree in the second half, the 49ers shut down Pacheco completely. He, he could not run. He could not run to save his life. Uh-uh. I mean, I mean, it was just he was getting his he he was getting his head handed to him. And it was just like, and I'm sitting there watching that going, that's unusual. That is very unusual because usually that boy can run and he can run with a purpose. Uh, you know, as my uh, as one of my favorite commentators you like to say, with a painted face and a darkened heart, he would he could usually run. And the the Niners just pretty much said, uh, "No, that's not happening." They wanted Mahomes to beat him through the air, and in the first half, he couldn't do it. And so I think that led to a lot of the frustration you're talking about, you know, and, but I think in the second, I, I bet you in halftime, they got all their grievances put out on the table. The coaches uh, got them refocused because the chiefs came out. The other thing that I've got to hand it to is their defense in the second half. They're relentless and their coach. Well, their coaches are phenomenal. I'm going to tell you, Reed was a superstar that won that game. Andy Reed. The coach called the calls due to his experience, knowing everything. And those calls were were fulfilled. And that turned, they won. They won the game. And I mean, that's when it comes down to the coach. Coaching matters. And I'm like, yay, yay. Yes, they were all there playing and all that. But but there's the coach sometimes gets beaten up because, you know, not everybody always aligns. 
This is a great leadership lesson. I mean, I sure hope someone jumps on the bandwagon with this one because you could see how his leadership was what kept the team anchored to do what they needed to do to win that game. And Shanahan is a great coach, too. And he's got awesome lenience. I mean, he comes from Mike Shanahan, you know, I mean, so. Yeah, yeah. he's a great, I mean, he is great too. He reminds me, him and Andy Reid and their emotional base, their focus, how they control themselves, how they, you know, how they operate. And, you know, it's just like, how can an experienced coach like Andy Reid and one that isn't got quite the experience, how can they outdo, you know, or how could Shanahan anticipate or know or adjust? And, you know, it all came down to a number of things, but they won in overtime. And it, well, it, it's uh, Mahomes. It came down to one touchdown. One touchdown in overtime. Yeah. And you just were, I mean, because it was like, okay, you've got to come away with points. At, I mean, you're in the red zone. You've got six minutes left, give or take. In overtime, you've got to come away with points if you want to win this. It, it, or extend it to a second overtime if you have to. Yeah. First, I thought that was where it was going to go. And then, you know, there was a good judgment call. And I do think Patrick Mahomes, because of his experience level and things he's learned throughout the season, you know, he made good choices in not throwing long, aggressive passes. Yeah, because the 49ers times. were shutting it down completely. Yeah, but... but he was able to throw and gain out of the pocket and then make short, you know, short passes and then and play accurately. It really was an incredible game to watch. It was. It was. I mean, and there were there were moments you're just like, oh, my God, you know, because I just sat there for a minute. I'm like, <sighs> you know, and it was like, what was it, 25 to 22 or something like that? You know, and you just let out that breath and you're like, that was a ride. <laughs> That was that was just a ride. It was this whole season's been a ride. Oh my gosh. <laughs> there were points in this season, you know, moving into or actually no, let's let's do this. Let's take a break. Let's do the sponsor. And then I want to kind of move into more looking at the season as a whole, uh, for the Chiefs, for the Broncos, and for the Cardinals. Um, and and just kind of giving our takeaways so uh guys you guys know that um we love doing this podcast michelle and i absolutely love doing it but maybe you would love to do a podcast of your own well i want you to go check out Media. i want you to fill out that contact form and let's see about getting you a podcast going for yourself maybe you are a fan of another team that's great um um and i would love to maybe help you you know, start a podcast highlighting your favorite team. Maybe you've got another idea. That's great. Go to www.kadoshmedia.com. Fill up that contact form. And let's see if I'm getting you a podcast for yourself. Um, so here's the thing. Let's 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 do this. Michelle, if you were to look back over the Chiefs season this past season as a, as a whole, not just the Super Bowl win, but as a whole, how would you, um, what, what are some of your takeaways? You have to be able to balance the new players with the more seasoned players and 
you got to practice that more. You got to practice more around the wide receiver, you know, um, experience too. I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, Patrick and Andy Reid are great about helping other people succeed and they want to give people opportunity on the field. And so they did that um, a lot and it was, it came with a price at first with some, you know, kind of some setbacks and adjustments and those kind of things. I think Mahomes has had kind of these relationships with these, you know, receivers and, you know, they've kind of let him, a few let him down and a few had injuries and, you know, it's just the whole team, the whole team has had to deal with adversity more, more adversity, you know? And so I, I, I mean, I think from there, it's just adversity. You can't always be uh, the winning team and you've got to be able to balance that and you've got to be able to pull up from it and go forward and reposition. And you can't let your ego come in. You've got to be able to, you know, adjust where you need to adjust and then not allow distractions. I do, I do think they do take some personal things, some, some fan reactions and people's reactions a little more personally. And I think that's a maturity level. You know, I mean, when you've won the Super Bowl two times, maybe not back to back the first time, you expect a level of, I guess, respect and not all, always have they received that. And you've got to just know and be confident in who you are and doing the best you can and know that you're going to get people that may not like you or or may not respect you. And and the thing to me that I I see from this team because they they had a period where they were not at the top of their game. They were like nine and six. And you know, and people were just kind of like, I don't know about this team. And rightfully so, you know, I mean, there was an expectation they had set. Yeah. And they weren't living up to it. And, and, and so, yeah, people were like, what's going on? Is it Patrick new dad? Is it the distraction from the relationship that Travis Kelsey's having with Taylor Swift? Is it related to, you know, the, um, wide receivers or receivers not being experienced enough or not being able to, you know, perform. I mean, is it the coach? Are they tired? You know, is there challenges within, you know, their families? You know, there's just a whole lot. But when you're paid to win, you're paid to play and win. Exactly. And so I think, I think if I had to sum up the chief season, um, I would say overcoming adversity because they had to overcome all that stuff just to get to where they could dance, you know, and, and, and they did that. And, you know, and then people kept saying that, well, they're not going to make it back to the Super Bowl. Well, they did that. They made it back to the playoffs too. I mean, it, I mean, even you and I, when we talked, we were like, well, I'm going to have faith. I'm going to believe in them. I'm going to believe that they can turn it around. I'm going to believe that. And, you know, they did. And they, they're creating a, a dynasty, I think. 
I think you're right. And I heard that word used uh, last night to describe it. And I think you're right. I mean, they are creating something that we haven't seen for quite a while. You know, we'll see how things progress in the, in the next season. And, you know, there've been rumors, Andy Reid's going to retire and then no, he's not. And then you hear rumors of, well, Kelsey's going to retire because his other, his brother retired, but then people don't even know if the other brother's going to retire for sure. I mean, you know, you just hear a lot of rumblings about a lot, a lot of different things, but I'm, I'm, I just think, you know, you have to every new season, just like us, right, Teresa, we're going to reevaluate where we're going to go with the next season of Blazing Gutch. Yep. Yep. And, you know, we have some plans for that, which I'll touch on, uh, guys. Um, but I would say overall, giving uh, the Chiefs their their due, I would say what they did is they overcame adversity. They did. And and we are all we all have to go through tests of faith. We all have to just push through and push through and push through until we reach that success level. And then even when we are at that success level, there's no guarantee that you're going to continue at that. So it's all about the character of the person. Even our pastor talked about that. You know, they had a former chief's, um, oh, I don't recall the the actual position he played and I should, but it's a, not a common position. But he played in this position and he won the Super Bowl uh, in the 15 years he played for the Chiefs. His first name was Keith. Um, anyway, he's a Christian man. And he was talking about, you know, he always strived like high performers are insecure people. You know, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm a high performing person and I can tell you until God came into my life and I started performing for him, I was an ins very insecure because you're always striving, you're always striving, you're always striving. But yet there's, if you don't have God in your life, you, you have no fulfillment. You know, it's just that next thing, that next thing that, but ultimately God created us, right? To be in relationship with him and then it's a whole different ballywag when you're striving for the kingdom. And I think with Patrick, he's a mature enough young man and a believer to know he's not a perfect believer. No, are, no, I'm not. I mean, we all are in that journey, but he did give glory to God. He did say he had to lean into his faith. He did say, you know, that adversity is what really helped them grow and walk in humility and push through. And he got on his knees. He probably said, I mean, if you saw him, well, at the end of the game, he was rolling on the field. I mean, he was just his whole body, everything. He was just rolling, rolling and rolling over because he was just so succumbed from this, what, what had happened. And it was almost surreal, you know, but he was just so caught up. And I'm sure being a believer and, and knowing, you know, he had to lean on his faith so strongly. And, you know, Brock Purdy, too, and how hard that is, because he's another strong Christian. And he had to go, you know, why, God, why? Why did you bring me here? 
and I couldn't win, you know, and Christian McCaffrey's a, a, a believing uh, player, you know, and others, there's a few more on the Chiefs team. But anyway, I know I'm going off in a bunch of different things, but I'm just saying that there's a lot. I'm sure Russell Crowe, or excuse me, Russell uh, Wilson and the Broncos, which we haven't talked that much about, but yeah, they're another team. Let's talk about them because, I mean, I would say, I mean, regarding them, because I do, you know, if you look at that team as a whole, they didn't do bad. They did a lot better. I would say improvement is their word because they were not as bad as they were last year. Did they make the playoffs? No. Um, but I would definitely say the, 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 the thing that defines them is improvement. Would you agree? Yeah, I just think there's been a lot of tumultuous things that have transpired in the Broncos organization and in their coaching and in their players. And, you know, I just, it's it saddens me a lot because, you know, when I was a Broncos fan, they were just so on their game. They were kind of like, you know, they were just in sync and playing and playing and winning and winning and Elway days and then went to Manning and that whole thing. But um, I really, you know, hope for the Bronco fans that, you know, they can make good decisions and do the right thing by their players and their fans and, you know, their owners and do what they need to do to win for for them. I mean, I don't know. I, I just, the other thing too, Teresa, um, the Hunts are godly people and they own the Chiefs, okay? They are very strong Christians, Tavia and Clark. And they, I mean, they just bring glory to God They in their heart and how they operate and, you know, how they share Jesus. She shares all over Instagram and she's sincere in her heart about her faith, you know? And I think that also plays into kind of the whole covering of the team and, you know, God, they want God to shine. It's kind of like with what you and Mike are doing and you're doing and what, I mean, I want to make Jesus famous. You know, I mean, we cheer for our teams and as we should, uh, you know, but like, if you don't make Jesus the center, of what you're doing, then you're worshiping idols. And that's never a good idea. It's very true. And I mean, it's something all throughout history (laughs) and it's shown, but yeah. You know, and so that's why, you know, this show and what we do, we don't focus on the nonsense that surrounds the NFL. We don't focus on the, the, the agenda that the NFL has. And yes, it does have an agenda. Um, I'm, Pretty sure you you guys can figure out what it is. You know, we just don't go there. What we do is we bring glory to God and we highlight the coaches and the players that are doing just that on and off the field. Yeah, and then I think if people start to look at some other aspects of, you know, what you can learn from teams and team building and leadership and adversity and all those things. I mean, there's so much more. You know, if if you begin to open your mindset to to those things and then the whole relationships, 
of the people and, you know, in their community and all those things, you know, um, what the enemy can turn, (laughs) want to turn for evil, God can turn for good. I think touching on the last team, I think touching on the Arizona Cardinals, when you look back on their season, now, was it good? Oh, dear Lord, no. No. Um, This was pretty bad. But I kind of expected it. It expected it uh, this year for them in my mind rebuild. They are rebuilding. They are, you know, they. This is the first year under a new coach, under new uh, management, under everything, and they just are rebuilding. So I think, you know, but I mean, are there the believers on that team? I'm sure to sure there are, you know, but. Do I want do I want to see that team succeed? Absolutely. I want to see it with all my heart. But, you know, they're just not there yet. I mean, they've finished four and thirteen. That's not a winning record. That's kind of a record of a team that kind of lost its footing and has not had proper footing for quite a while. And I think the thing that you can pull away from that is, you know, when you are, you know, if you've lost your way and you've lost your footing, yes, there's a way back and there's a way to rebuild. But you got to acknowledge where you're at, you know? So I'm hoping that this next season will be a lot better for the Cardinals. I'm hoping to see a few more wins under their belt. Am I expecting them to go to the playoffs can, uh, considering the amount of talent that, that is shown on some of these other teams? I'll be honest, no. I just don't see it. I don't see it. Please, I want to be proven wrong, but I don't see it. Your thought, Michelle? Yeah, with regards to the Cardinals, um, I agree with you. They are rebuilding. And when you're in a rebuilding mode, you know, you're trying to just get the strengths of your team um, out there and deal with the weak areas and the weak. You know, you've got clean house, re-bring people on, reshift those kind of things. They'll get it right. They're going to get it right one day they they'll get it right um and things will shift with the chiefs things i mean it's kind of like brady tom brady and the patriots you know he had that long season of wins 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 you know they they then things change and he retired and or moved on prior and then retired but you know he went through you know you can't have your day in the sun forever. Okay. You have to then step aside and let other people shine. I agree. And I think, you know, I think the Cardinals are going to have that day again. Um, they know what it takes to win. I mean, because they went to a Super Bowl, you know, they made it. Now, did they win? No. <laughs> again, I remember that game all too well, but they know what it takes to win. And so they just have to find that combination that'll work for them. So, yeah, so I, I I think rebuild is definitely a word to really describe uh, Arizona. So going forward, Michelle, um, you know we have a lot of plans uh, go, uh, for BNG. I think overall this was a good season. You know, um, we had a lot of ups, a lot of downs to to, to deal with. You know, a lot of a lot of crazy. <laughs> um, but I think going forward. Uh, guys, 
we are considering a couple of things. We're considering moving to a video show. We're going to be in the off season doing some rebuild on the website itself. Um, and we're considering actually, uh, uh, possibly bringing lost man on to, uh, uh, contribute live, not just doing, uh, segments, but that's something we're considering guys. We have a lot of plans for this show going forward. We're really excited. Um, but this will be the last episode for this season. If you guys have any feedback, any ideas that you want to see happen, we would love to hear from you. You can leave comments on, on the show itself on the, on, on, on the Blaze of Guts website. You can reach us via our socials. I think the, uh, the NFL season as a whole was great and it ended in spectacular fashion last night. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs for winning. Woohoo. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations to the Chiefs. You did it. You did it in wonderful fashion and you give glory to God while doing it. Good work. So, Michelle, do you have any final thoughts before we sign out? No, I just want to thank all of the listeners out there and those that um, have inspired us, the players, the coaches, the teams. I mean, it's phenomenal to see how everything has, you know, come together. Um, I know that it's hard and everyone wants to win. And when you can't, you got to just pick your bootstraps up and figure out how you can do it again. And so, I mean, it's just the nature of how things are. But uh, I've appreciated being on the show, contributing where I can contribute, make a difference. And then also I would love to hear more from those that are listening, um, kind of understanding, you know, who is interested in what we're sharing. Um, so I'd, I'd welcome feedback even on, on, on the, um, pages that we have our media pages. And, um, I can see more collaboration with more faith-based kind of podcasts out there that are around sports media and things like that. Um, and I, I do appreciate those that are out there trying to do what we do, but in a different way. So, I mean, we're, we're just enjoying the ride and having conversations and going back and forth. And, you know, that's what bonds us. And that's our faith and all that cool stuff. So it's been a, it's been a ride. So, guys, until next season, I'm Teresa Blaze, along with Michelle Saunders Guts. This has been Blazing Guts. And for the last show of 2023-2024, we're out. If you run across someone that we don't know about, please text it in. I want you to text NFL to 575-223-1596. You're going to get a little link. You're going to fill out your information. And if you got football thoughts, anything, we want to hear about it.